da 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 You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. What is up, man fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Mad About Movies podcast. I am your host, Brian Gill. I am flying solo today on the host front. Both Kent and Richard are out, so it's just me, and I apologize in advance. I am joined, however, by a great guest that I am very excited to uh, to talk to today, and I hope you will enjoy listening to her. So uh, let's welcome her in. Samantha, how's it going? Hi. Yeah, it's going good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're here. Um tell us, tell the man fan before we get into the movie. So we're reviewing Frozen 2 today. Uh Samantha is one of our VIPs in the I level, which is very elite. Samantha, congratulations on that. <laughs> um but uh we're here to talk Frozen 2 today, but I want you I want to give the listener an opportunity to get to know our guest first and then we'll we'll get into that review. So Samantha, tell us uh tell us a little about yourself, tell us where you're based and uh and we'll then I'll ask you a couple questions about movies and we'll get started. Sure. So either your listeners are going to think I'm from Scotland or Ireland. <laughs> I am from Scotland. <laughs> yep, I'm from Glasgow in Scotland. Um, and it's nice and cold and rainy here. Nice. Yep. Nice. We were talking <laughs> yep. off the air. I, I, I can't, I think we have had a guest on the show previously from the, somewhere in the UK, but I can't remember who and I can't remember what episode. So if that was you, um, I apologize to whoever's listening. It was like, hey, thanks for remembering me. Um, we've done yeah. 600 episodes. I can't, I can't remember them all anymore. But that's, that's um, a lot. <laughs> but I'm super pumped to talk to you today uh, about this. Let's let's uh, ask you a couple of questions here. What's your favorite movie of all time? Jaws. Jaws. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's usually really hard for me to answer this question. Um, I don't usually answer with one, but if I had to answer one, it would be Jaws. Okay. All right, what's it about Jaws that that uh, makes that your favorite movie? What what do you love about Jaws? I don't know. Like it just always kind of resonated with me. I always really loved watching it. It has a bit of everything, um, and it kind of kicked off my love for great white sharks, okay, uh, and sharks in general. So like sharks are actually my favorite animal, which is a bit of a strange favorite animal, but uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of kicked up my love for sharks. Okay, interesting. I I think. Um, I'm fascinated by sharks and marine life and all that sort of stuff, yeah. but I'm, but it's mostly based out of fear. I'm very afraid of it. <laughs> and most of that I see, think I'm... is based on Jaws. So, um, it's, it's. Oh, right. Okay. See, I went the opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes yeah. Exactly. Um, I would exactly. love to swim with sharks. It's, it's on the bucket list. Oh man. That is a, my friends enjoy trolling me with, uh, shark videos. Cause I, I genuinely get. <laughs> Like I can recognize that it is a ridiculous fear, but I don't, I don't swim. I don't get in the, like I have a legitimate, I think when I was younger, it was kind of a bit, I may have said this previously on yeah. the show, but, but now it has just, it should go the opposite route, right? Like as you get older, you should get wiser and you less like scared about things, but scared, it's worse. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm genuinely terrified at this point. I'm just like, no, I, I can't, I can't do that. Okay. So favorite movies, Jaws, what's your least favorite movie? Oh gosh, the only movie I ever walked out of the cinema during was Sahara, that really <laughs> awful like Matthew McConaughey movie. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the only movie I ever walked out of. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll, right. we'll stick with that. All right, uh, that's that's a good one. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I remember watching Sahara the first time and just being like, "Well, this is just this is just terrible." Uh, my dad, <laughs> my dad is a big fan of the guy who wrote the book Sahara. I think it's Clyde Cussler. He's he's got a bunch of those books uh, at at their house, and uh, I think <laughs> I think that was one where he went to see. <laughs> was he let like, go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he went to saw it and was like, well, that was nothing like the book. So, you know, yeah. that's that's good stuff. Um, last question here, and then we'll we'll get going into to the Disney stuff and Frozen. Um, have you seen Now You See Me? And what? how do you feel about it, if you have? I have, and I don't remember any of it. I think I kind of blocked it out mentally. Um, I'm still to see the second one, but I'm, I'm scared. I'm yeah, scared. it's not better. Yeah. It's not better. It's, uh, is it worse? I think it's significantly worse. But um, right, wow. I mean, I, okay. I think the first one is really bad, but the second one is like, I don't know. Like, I could try to compare it to like if if the Fast. I love the Fast and Furious movies, and one of the things that I love right. about them is that they kind of lean into their silliness and the ridiculousness yeah. of those movies. And now you see me too is kind of like that. If all the silliness and ridiculousness was not good. Or not fun or whatever. It's just like, hey, you yeah, guys yeah. like the first one. Let's do more of that. And you're like, oh, please, no. I don't, who, I don't need it. Who anymore. told them that people like the first one? I don't know. I don't know. And <laughs> I mean, not to get too yeah. inside the shit, but like it still is my, I mean, that was one of the first probably 30 episodes we did over six yeah. years ago. And we still almost on a weekly basis, I would say, we get an email or a tweet or something from somebody who says, Something in the realm of I started listening because of the Now You See Me episode or I thought I liked Now You See Me until I heard your episode and then I realized <laughs> I was wrong or, you know, something like that. It's just a constant reference now, which is it's, it's a strange legacy to have. But, uh, but you know, you, you, take, you take what you can get. OK, so <laughs> let's uh, let's get into let's get into Disney. Let's get into Frozen here. Um, you chose to be on this episode. This was the one that, that you requested. So. Um, what are you, let's start with Disney stuff. Are you a, I think there are levels to, uh, Disney yeah. fandom. Are you a, yeah. are you a hardcore Disney person or is it just this series or, or what is it? I, I'm curious the, the Disney connection for you. Uh, I'm pretty hardcore Disney. Not, okay. not going to lie. Um, uh, the theme parks are like my second home. Okay. Um, I, I went to Orlando for the, 10th time this year and i'm going again next year for oh, the wow. 11th wow. time okay yeah yeah big big fan it was it was my childhood i was it brought up like with aladdin and little mermaid and mm -hmm. and beauty and the beast and lion king and all that so yeah i would say i'm a, I'm a bit of a disney fan okay uh, that's great yeah. i mean um yeah everyone who listens knows that i'm in the i'm, I'm in that boat uh, i just yeah. I just got back from disney world uh this this weekend so I was there. Yeah. We were there not too far apart, uh, time wise. Yeah. So, and yeah. we, you know, my yeah. wife does as a side gig does books, Disney travel, and stuff like that. And so we are um, very much into that, that that whole thing. What did yeah, you? Did you like me? And... Go ahead. Oh no, no! I was just going to say, like, I actually do a Disney podcast, like, oh, nice. um, about kind of the theme parks and Disney planning and holiday planning and stuff. So, awesome. Yeah. That's right into it, yeah. very 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 kindred spirits then what's your just yeah. real fast what's what's your i guess what's your go-to at disney what's the, what's the thing you're gonna do every single time no matter what when you go to disney world 
it's like the I love a ride. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very big on thrill rides, so like Tower of Terror and Expedition Everest, and yeah, I'm a big big ride fan. Um, great, same. Me. I love yeah. I love Tower of Terror, Tower of Terror, and yeah. and Everest. Both of those at night, especially, are are just oh, yeah. very cool, very cool things. Oh. So, well, great. Yeah. All right. So, so we're, you're a big Disney fan in general. How did you? Where do you come down on the the first Frozen, the from 2014? Okay, so this is a really funny story, but I was dead against Frozen. Like, the first movie, I refused to see it for months <laughs> because I was like, oh, it won't be as good as, uh, like, The Little Mermaid or, like, Disney mm-hmm. movies in Maddie. Like, I totally was boycotting it. <laughs> and then I eventually watched it, and I was like, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, <laughs> I was, like, eating my words. I was like, yeah, that was a really good Disney movie. <laughs> It's interesting because I was um, I was looking through the list of Disney movies today because somebody we went I, my wife and I took our kid my son really loves Frozen and he goes in and out of I mean he's like any six year old he has phases where he's like all he wants to do is Spider Man and then all he wants is Star Wars and then all he wants but I mean if you ask him yeah. any given week like what's your favorite movie it changes constantly you know. Um, but he's very, very big on frozen at the moment. So we went to see it yesterday and a friend was asking like, where, okay, where, how was it? I say, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty good. And, and, um, you know, where does it fall? And, and so I was kind of looking through the, you know, the, however many, almost hundred years at this point of, of Disney animated movies. Yeah. And like trying to slot out, okay, here's, it's hard to rank them from one to whatever, <laughs> but I, yeah, exactly. Yes. But I do love a challenge, so I'll probably do that at some point. But um, but it, it trying to find like kind of more than anything like tiers of where these films fall, and it is it's very interesting to me. Say like we're I mean it's not the golden age of Disney animation because yeah you know that already happened really. But you look at the last uh, ten or so years of Disney animated movies since John Lasseter went over to Disney, and now he's he's. Uh, moved on for reasons but um since that point since uh really it's probably princess and the frog but i know tangled was the first movie that he was directly in charge of john lasseter was and since then like this has been a really good run for for it it has it Um, really really has um i just i think they're kind of bringing it back a little bit um because i would say you know, with like the Lion King and Aladdin and Little Mermaid booting the beast, that was kind of the last time you got like a solid run of yes. great Disney movies. And yeah, I think we might be maybe there again, which is exciting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So if for anyone who's not not totally sure, the the run that they're on at this point, because you mentioned that that stretch, Little Mermaid, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, I think that stretch is is great obviously i mean then and i'm the same as yeah. you like that's my childhood and that was a return to glory yeah. for disney and just a huge thing kent and i talked a little bit about that when we did the aladdin episode uh uh-huh. earlier this year um and then you get that you know another really rough stretch where there were some good movies in there for sure um yeah tarzan i really like emperor's new group but the the early 2000s all really through all the way through the 2000s if you for me at least if i made a ranking from from 1 to to uh 58 i think is what we're at now of these disney yeah. a lot of the ones in the 50s would be 
that stretch from like late nineties to early, you know, almost, almost the end of, of the two thousands. And we're talking Atlantis and treasure planet and home on the range and that kind of thing. But since... yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely like later two thousand, like mid to late two thousands is, is pretty, pretty rocky. Oh no, yeah. It's, um, it's brutal. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, so you but finished, they're, they're bringing it back. Yeah. So you finished that decade with Bolt and the Princess and the Frog, and we're 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 moving in the right direction. But in this decade, uh, the movies that Disney Animated Studios has put out is Tangled, Winnie the Pooh, Wreck It Ralph, Frozen, Big Hero Six, Zootopia, Moana, Wreck It Ralph Two, and then now Frozen Two. Like that is a ridiculous stretch, and it I think it compares yeah. to it can't compare in terms of legacy. Yeah. and reputation really and all that sort of thing because some of these other movies are built into our consciousness as like well that's the classic you know and that's that's the era that yeah. matters or whatnot but just in terms of sheer quality i mean it's really tough uh, to yeah. top that stretch right For sure. I, no i totally as like i don't think you're ever going to get that peak but if you get close to it, I mean, that's that's a win, isn't it, really? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I love, I, I genuinely, I really like all those movies. And it helps a little bit that I have a kid that's in that the the age range that's, you know, these movies are yeah, kind of geared towards. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, I mean, he doesn't, I mean, he, he, my child makes fun of me for how much I love Moana. So it's really not as much him <laughs> as much as it is me. So Yeah, I, I, get, I get made up fun of constantly for how much I love Disney. Like, but I'm like, eh, not yeah. did anyone any harm. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Yes. Kenton, Kenton Richard liked to, to, uh, take take me on on this stuff so okay so frozen comes out in 2014 i i was in the group that i wasn't against it by any means my kid was only one at that time or one and a half so it wasn't really i wasn't getting any push from him but my wife and i went to see this see frozen i think at the perfect time because it was it was before the hype started, I think, before the hype yeah. machine got behind it, and you just were yeah. all you heard for a, a second year. of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was me. That was me. I was like, I'm not going to see it. Uh-huh. Everyone says it's amazing. I bet it's not. <laughs> like, sure. That sure. was so deep. Yeah, um, but I, yeah, we went to see it, and I think if I'd seen it even two weeks later, I would have been like, please, for the love, I can't hear "Let It Go" one more time. <laughs> can't do it i can't i can't do it and it's it's just everywhere and it's omnipresent and um every child boy girl whatever is just like singing this song at a you know at a concert play but we saw it at the right time and i walked out and i was just like that was great that really genuinely felt like classic disney to me um in a way that even some of these movies in this stretch that i really like uh like wreck it ralph and uh and you, maybe even tangled to a degree it, it really felt like to me at least i'm curious mm-hmm. that it felt like classic disney with the princess and the, t- the stories and the, the the songs and everything i just felt like gosh that that fits right in the mold of what disney is known for doing i 100 agree like when i eventually watched it i was like yeah this feels like disney just standard good great disney yeah sure so that's good. So the this second one has um a lot to live up to. Frozen is a huge huge Dead. hit. A huge hit. My goodness. And um is I think of all the the movies in this stretch is I don't even think it's it's particularly close. I think it is the most culturally relevant of all these films in that it is 
you know, the movie came out five years ago and it is still a, a huge presence in, uh, Disney marketing and in the way that, that kids watch Disney and think about Disney and, and, and what you think of when you think like, again, I love Wreck-It Ralph. I love Zootopia, Big Hero. I love all of these films. I don't think they hit the mark when it comes to like the Cinderella, Snow White, Beauty and the Beast of it all of like gosh that's a yeah. Disney movie and that is so so cult- huge in the cultural zeitgeist would you do you how do you do you agree with me on that I don't know if I'm just spouting off but that's what it no, feels no, like, like to I, me yeah I totally agree I think Frozen was kind of the 2010s generation of like our movies that, that we watched you know in, in mm-hmm. the 90s I think it's their version of it um, and yeah, it was it was pretty crazy, <laughs> like sure. like just how big how big it was. Yeah, so, so I think big big shoes to fill for Frozen Two, a lot of pressure on them that maybe that maybe isn't there for Wreck It Ralph breaks the internet or uh, uh, you know the inevitable Zootopia sequel. Tangled, little, yeah, Tangled or yeah, Tangled Two, yeah, you know, totally, totally. <laughs> Tangled Two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that should be the title <laughs> for sure, for uh, sure. Told, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's good. So I think there's a lot of pressure on them to, to kind of fill that role. And I also think there's a little bit of pressure based on, again, kind of what I talk about the hype machine on frozen got to a point that you inevitably, you get to a point when it gets like that, that where you're just, you have a lot of people and you, you said yourself, you're kind of in this boat where you're just like, it can't be very good. It can't be that good just because you guys are talking it up so much. So there's a huge, there's yeah. almost like a backlash against it that you have to navigate around as well. Um, but like I said, I saw this movie last night with the family um, and I, I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was very solid. I do, I do think it suffers a little bit from sequelitis. Um, that we'll, mm-hmm. you know, we'll get into some of those, the, the low points here in a second, but just general observations. I thought this was, it was solid. I enjoyed it. It it still feels very classic Disney, much like the first one did. I like these characters a lot too, for the most part. Um, and you know, it had a, I liked the, I think my biggest positive on this was, the 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 kind of concept of the the call to adventure and wanderlust and all that sort of stuff. I thought that they navigated that incredibly well, and it had some of those. It hit a little bit of some of the notes on that front that I love in Moana, and that's one of the things that I love about that movie is just that whole thing, the the wanderlust of yeah. it all. And this one hit that sort of uh, pretty well. So anyway, I think there's some things that were weren't as good as the first one, but. Overall, I thought it was pretty uh, pretty well done and and came across in in the right way. But but what about you? What's your general observations and and general thoughts on on Frozen Two? So I went to see it on Friday, so I saw it the day it came out, um, and I agree. Like it was a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, there were parts that I didn't like so mm-hmm. much, but there was also parts that I thought were great and like you said the whole adventure arc and the longing arc and stuff it really kind of draws you into it um and and kind of keeps your attention mm-hmm. um I also love the characters the characters are awesome um we Olaf just being Olaf is just like worth the admission alone to go and see the movie sure. uh and I just generally thought it was really good um Again, hard to live up to the first one, um, and I think a lot of people will have an expectation on it. Yeah, 
But um, yeah, I'm the same as you. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, we have a our VIP Discord channel, um, which I'll pub here at the end with with links and stuff. Uh, had several people that that said they liked this some like significantly better than the first one. So I was I was uh, excited to see. It. I I you know like I said I don't quite agree with that, but that's you know that's that's all good. I, I definitely don't think it. Um, it certainly doesn't do anything to make you feel lesser about the first movie. And I think that's like probably the first rule for a sequel is to, to try to, if not live up to the standard of the first one, then at least not embarrass the first one, you know? Um, and I think yeah. it did that, that quite well, for sure. I don't have no, no concerns on that front. You mentioned Olaf. Yeah. And I think it, I think it added to the first one as well yeah. in a way, you know, like I, I think I'll, there was like some, I know we're not getting into it yet, but like backstory and, mm-hmm. and stuff, which I thought was, was really good. And I, I agree. I, I'm hearing loads of people saying it's much better than the first, um, which is a bit strange to me. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> strong for me like too. I'm, sure. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that one. But um, yeah, I really do think that it, that it added to the first one and didn't take anything away from it. Yeah. Well, it, um, you're spot on. It, it kind of adds to the mythology element that's yeah. at work here, which I love. And I didn't think that was delved into quite enough in, in the first one. Um, you get a little more of, uh, like you said, backstory and, and some, yeah. some extra elements there that just add depth to the character as well as to the world. And I, I hope that I am sure there will be a frozen three in five years and maybe, you know, 10 of these or something, but I, I enjoy, <laughs> and that's fine. Like Disney's supposed to make yeah. money and my kid will enjoy them and I'm, it's great. I, I yeah. have no, no problem with with that whatsoever um yeah but i do i think the mythology element of it is very interesting and they could do more with it now finding ways to do that without um you know overloading kids or just going over their heads with stuff is is tough and i totally get it but there's a ton of films and franchises out there that i think overdo i've said this before where like the alien movies are are a great example to me of Ridley Scott really loves the mythology at work in those movies yeah. and almost no one else really cares. And so we just keep going <laughs> back to the well of like, Oh, but don't you, aren't you guys cool? Aren't you interested in the origins of the aliens or the xenomorphs? And we're like, no, not really. Like we just want to see them <laughs> scary. You just want to see aliens and like <laughs> yes. things coming out of chests. Exactly. And, you know. Exactly. Uh, our friend Joel is going to be angry that I that I talk trash about aliens. He's the official alien <laughs> correspondent of Mad About Movies, but um, but this is like kind of the opposite. It's like you guys could, especially with the 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 Norse origins and things like that. You, we I could for sure get more of that, the mythos yeah. and the the backstories and all that sort of thing. I think it would be it's an interesting world to live in, and this this movie does a great job of, uh, of yeah. Developing I agree that. with. That. So yeah, I, I did sure. that. Um, sure. You mentioned Olaf. Olaf is so funny to yeah. me in that that seems like I'm trying to think how to phrase this correctly. Olaf seems like the type of character that non Disney fans roll their eyes into oblivion. Oh yeah. On. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> totally. And I, I know exactly what you're saying. And you, if you don't, if you're not, uh, if you haven't seen frozen or maybe if you did, but you just couldn't at that point handle the hype or whatever it it i think he's very easily somebody that you're just like are you kidding me with this stupid snowman this is so <laughs> dumb and why are you people obsessed with this and then and i i confess like i get into a place because we just you know we're 
I'm I'm because we're just so online and we get so many Twitter takes and things like that. I start and I am very much the type of person who's like, well, if it's popular, then I'm not gonna like it. It's just kind of like built yeah. into my <laughs> my soul, I guess. Um, yeah. And so I start to get that way, and uh, I hadn't seen Frozen in a couple of years, probably. And I I think I had in my brain decided that uh, Olaf's pretty dumb. It's kind of lame. And then rewatching the movie this last week with my kid, I was like, no, this is really funny. Now I think they're going to screw it up and, and go too hard with Olaf and, and push that character too much. And it'll be annoying. But the way that he's used in the first one is great. And then the second one, I was like, yeah. no, this is perfect. Like they're using this yeah. character for comedic relief and a few tugs on the heartstring. And it's done in, in I think, a, in a very effective way and never overusing that character. And I appreciate that I, greatly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I was kind of scared as well in that way because in the first one, Olaf is just so spot on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, are they going to notice that and then do the Disney thing that they sometimes do and kind of overuse him? Yes. But they, they didn't. I thought he was great. I thought he was so funny. Um, And he was funny without them trying to be funny. There was parts in Frozen 2 that they were trying to be funny and I really didn't like it, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure we'll get into later. But sure. Um, Olaf was was spot on. Yeah, great great use of him. And you 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 said it's spot on, like the the Disneyfication of of sort of things. I mean that that was a major worry for me that they were just going to. I think maybe when they made Frozen, they weren't sure. They didn't really know that Olaf was going to end up being the kind of star that he that he yeah. was. And so I was yeah. afraid that five years later we were that this movie was just going to be. Olaf, <laughs> Frozen Two. Olaf, Saying you know, funny things to be funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. totally, exactly. Um, at this point, we will say we're we're in spoilers. We're gonna get into some more specifics on the the good and the bad. Um, so if you haven't seen Frozen, you may want Frozen Two. Excuse me, you may want to tune out and come back later after you have seen the movie. Um, we both have mentioned a couple a couple times here, Sam, things that you didn't like in this movie. Once you start us off, there is there is there anything that jumps out as like a a, a con or a negative on the movie? Christoph's song. <laughs> I hated that whole sequence with a passion. Like I, I was I, me, a big Disney fan, was rolling my eyes in the cinema. Um, I just didn't, I just didn't like it. Like I get what they were trying to do, uh-huh. but I just didn't like it. So I rode the roller coaster with that through <laughs> what felt like about an eight-minute segment of a seventy-five-minute yeah, movie. Yeah, um. <laughs> I think I came out on the plus side on it, but it was a struggle. It was an internal struggle I because I think it was okay. So I think it was done pretty well to play into it and make it cheesy and, you know, kind of ridiculous and stuff. I think was really smart. Um, and I enjoy, you know, I thought it was fun with Sven and the reindeer kind of backing him and my kid was cackling. So that, you know, that, that helps a little bit on this front. I thought that that was smart to go that route, but at the same time, I just had this thought in the back of my head that was like, I don't think they wrote this song to be this way. I think this was <laughs> somebody made an earnest effort to write a cool love ballad song. And then when it got yeah. down to it, they were like, this is like some Chicago stuff right here. Like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta really lean into the, the cheesiness of it. Cause otherwise everyone's going to die of eye rolling. So yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I did, I did anyway. So. <laughs> so it didn't work on you. So I was, I kind of got to, I was like, okay, I think I, I liked it. I laughed. It was, it was fine. And then when the credits rolled 
and then Weezer was singing a version of that song. I was like, okay, now I'm back to I don't like this. This is not. Oh, this is the wrong kind of cheesy in some ways. But I, I messed. I messed the Weezer version. I'm gonna have to Google oh, that. Oh man. Um, is it? <laughs> I don't want to get people angry at me. Uh, yeah. Maybe including Kent because Kent, I think, grew up. At well, least he's not here, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah. I. My, my Tobin Hodges, my uh, our you know frequent contributor and and uh, my co-host on on my basketball podcast, is a huge <laughs> huge Weezer fan, and I never stop mocking him about Weezer because I I loved Weezer too when I was a teenager. Um, yeah. Before they put out six horrible albums, and so I just I I love to tease him about about how how terrible Weezer is at this point. Um, and that Africa song last year, the year before, whatever, I just went after him constantly. And so anyway, uh, we were waiting for the post credit scene and they played <laughs> the, the, I don't know if you knew this, the Into the Unknown. I want to talk just the music here in a second. The Into yeah. the Unknown song, um, they had yep. a rendition of Panic. that. Yeah, but Panic, yeah. And, um, and again, Tobin loves Panic and I like to give him Oh, I love Panic. That too. Panic are like my number two favorite yeah. ones. And that's totally reasonable. I just love to mock him because it's just fun to make yeah. fun of our friends, you know. Um, so <laughs> I, I love to throw. So I was like, man, they are really going after the the Tobin vote here with <laughs> with uh, Panic and and Weezer. But yeah, go go listen to the Weezer version. I don't think it's going to make it better for you um, if you didn't like no, it I, in I, the I, movie. I so but, so you be, know, be ready. You can give that. it a try. Yeah, yeah. Give it give it a shot and see what you think. Um, so yeah, that that was that was kind of. Was there anything else that jumped out as a a, a negative in in this? I've got a couple just little things, but uh, I mean that was the main one. Sure. Um, I'd like to I'd like to hear yours though, and then I can kind of pencil. I thought the pace. It's it's weird to talk about pacing in an animated film. I thought, yeah. but I did think it was. It felt like the story was rushed. Um, and again, I understand it's a kids movie, so you kind of have to you got to move at a pace that's faster than you would if you were making, you know, a PG 13 movie for adults and teenagers and stuff. You got, you got to move quick. Um, and so I'm okay with it, but they did handle, they covered a lot of ground story wise, which I really liked, but it did feel like it was, it was going really fast and too quick. And when you do that, when you have that happen, um, to me, the result is you get a lot of things that start to feel kind of MacGuffin-y where, whereas if you had five more minutes of runtime kind of spread throughout the movie, some of those plot yeah. points that come across as just like, well, that's very convenient would probably not feel nearly as convenient if you just had a little bit more space to set them up. Does that make sense? You get and- Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can't say that I noticed the pacing. Mm. I thought it was quite... Um, it went quite well. Obviously, there were bits that I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> you know, because it it went so quickly, and mm-hmm. there was like plot holes. But there always is in animation. Do you sure, know what I mean? Like, sure. there's there's always these things that you're like, "Well, how did that happen? And why did that happen?" Mm-hmm. But you just mm-hmm. kind of try to not think about it. You're just like, oh, "It's fine. It's Disney." Sure, absolutely. And I kept telling, like, kind of reminding myself of that. Of like, hey, it's a kid. It's it's an animated kids movie, and they're actually. I actually think this the script and the story is, is fairly advanced for that setting. And so like, I give them credit for handling some, some stuff with, with a bit of ambition that is, is a lot more than say just frozen the first one and things like that. But it is, it did feel a little rushed at times. And, and um, that always leaves me a little, 
a little wanting when it comes to, uh, you know, just this, I'm very story focused. And so I always oh, yeah. want a little bit more on story when it, when it does feel like it's just moving through the steps as fast as it possibly can get through them. So there's that. Mm -hmm. um, and then the music. So that, that I think was a, is yeah. a big thing that needs to be discussed because that's a huge part of the first one. And there's a huge part of the classic Disney movie is, is the, the music that comes along with it. Um, yeah. I thought so. I kind of liked the song with Kristoff, but you hated it, and I understand. It's <laughs> yeah. Totally, is is very fair. I thought Olaf's yeah. song was pretty was was fun and yeah, very I well written. The lyrics on that yeah. were great. I thought, um, and I dug it a lot. I thought a lot of the other ones, the Anna and Elsa ones especially, were yeah fine and not yeah I'm great. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I mean the the songs from the first movie are so iconic. Every single one, everyone knows the lyrics to, um, and they're all bangers. They're all so mm -hmm, good. Mm -hmm. And I, I agree that in this movie, they weren't quite as banging. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I, I prefer the Panic! at the Disco version of Into the Unknown than <laughs> Elsa's. Um, and I sure. liked Show Yourself. Show mm -hmm. Yourself was a really good song. But I liked it in the context of the movie, but I found listening to it afterward, it doesn't quite have the same impact. Yeah, that's a great point. Whereas Let It Go, it's like anytime you hear it or see it or feel it, like it's it has the impact. Whereas in Frozen 2, the songs didn't have quite the same impact. I, I totally agree. That That's a great point too yeah. on the, the song in the movie versus post-movie. Like it does its job yeah. um, and that's fine. Like it's... it's I. I have no, no, I don't know, no problem with show yourself. Cause like, like you said, it, it does its job within the movie and all that, but I don't see yeah. that being, uh, something that, I mean, I'm not going to listen to this anyway, post, you know, coming out, but like, I don't see this being a song that my niece is going to be obsessed with for the next yeah. six years, you know, the way that it, it has been with cool. frozen. And so there's that I thought into the unknown was really good. And that one had mm -hmm. more post-movie potential i think than than any of the rest um but it's not it's not let it go by any means and maybe that's a positive oh, no. in some ways i you know it there you can go either way with with let it go you can say uh it's super annoying how prevalent it is and you're just tired of hearing <laughs> those <laughs> those three words over yeah. and over and over again and i i think that's acceptable yeah. but also you know, I mean, it's a good song. It's a catchy tune. And it, it, if it stays with you after the movie and then for another five years, then it's for sure done its job and, and is, is done very well. And I don't know that there's not a song like that in, in this movie at all. I don't think it's yeah. as close as it gets, I think, is Into the Unknown. And that's I really love I loved that song in the movie. And again, that really touched that really tapped into the you know, searching for something and the wanderlust and adventure and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And I thought that was great, but it's not, like I said, it's not one that my niece is going to be running around Thanksgiving singing over and over and over again. And on some level, I'm thankful no. for that, but also, um, <laughs> yeah. it, it, pros yeah. and cons. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, no, it, like I, I agree. It's a, sh it's a shame though. It is a shame because the, the songs in the first one were so good mm -hmm. and, and so memorable. Mm -hmm. But maybe, maybe it just it's just gonna take time. I really want to go and see the movie again, sure. Um, like soon to to kind of see what impact they have. But um, yeah, I just felt they were a bit, yeah, 
lackluster seems to be the word that comes to mind. Sure. Like they were quite slow songs. If that mm-hmm. if that makes sense, yeah. like they had a lot yeah. of slow parts, um, which I don't think lends itself well to an animated movie. I totally but, agree. Um, yeah, you can do one or yeah. two of those. You can't do three or four, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and I yeah exactly. I would agree with you on that. Um, were there any other scenes that jumped out as particularly great or positive or anything else you want to touch on before we kind of finish this up? Uh, well, I really liked the the water scene. Yes. Um, with, with, yeah, with Elsa and, you know, trying to tame the water spirit and, and stuff. Um, I thought that was really cool and really well done. Yeah, and kind of visually really nice. Absolutely. That was probably my favorite scene in the movie. And that was another example of the pacing thing to me where I was like, that scene should be at least 30 seconds longer, if not, if not a minute. Like it really, that was, it's great. And the, the, the animation on that looks incredible and it's, it's just a beautiful scene, but I needed, I genuinely, I wanted it to kind of rest in that place a little longer with the idea of like trying to tame nature and the spirit and you know yeah they they, they came around quite fast didn't they yeah Yeah, exactly exactly (laughs) that's my only complaint with it because otherwise i mean that scene is just it's beautiful and it it has a lot of 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 uh imagery and um symbolism and stuff that's done in a in a perfect way because it is a kid's movie and you have to make the you know you have to make the symbolism really pretty obvious for it to hit with the kids Um, but yeah, I had goosebumps during that. I thought it was a really great sequence. I was just like, gosh, that should have been longer. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah. well done on that front. I, I dug that, um, a lot. Um, yeah. so I, thought yeah, that I was think Anna yeah. was quite under, underrepresented in this movie as well. Same. Yeah. Um, there wasn't as much Anna and, and, uh, or Anna or however you'd pronounce it, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think she wasn't kind of utilized as much as she could have been. It was an odd thing to have. I'm not complaining about this at all. I don't think it's a negative. It just was a little bit different than I expected because you're right. Like Anna's not nearly as represented in this movie as she was in the first one. And and so yeah. you feel like, well, this is Elsa's movie. Um, yeah. And, you know, if they do a third one, when they do, excuse me, when they do a third one, maybe that one's more <laughs> of, of Anna's or something. But then to have... Elsa's movie quote unquote really come down to Anna doing her part to make this whole yeah. thing it was a, it was a little odd on that front because it did it did feel like I, man we we kind of underutilized Anna and and Kristen Bell um then to have her still be such a important part of the end does that make sense is that I don't know if that's well, fair totally, criticism or not but. totally does um yeah I, I felt that as well um like I love Kristen Bell I think she's awesome and I think she was great in the first movie there was a lot of both of them and I think you're right in the fact that this feels a lot more like Elsa's movie than a Frozen movie sure um like an ensemble movie mm-hmm. but uh, yeah I, I still like enjoyed the movie generally like and I just thought visually it was really beautiful Agreed. as well yeah like the animation was so good <laughs> oh absolutely yeah like next level good <laughs> They're killing it on the animation. I mean, duh, you know, it's Disney, but, um, but they really in this phase, this last 10 years, they have really advanced the medium, um, a lot more than they did in the previous 10 or maybe even 15 or 20. I mean, it, it really has come a long way because these movies just look 
phenomenal. Um, and this this one was no no uh, exception to that because they the the landscapes and the settings and stuff like that it it really lends itself to just doing some some great looking stuff on screen, aesthetically yeah. pleasing, and and they came through on that. Um, big time. I totally, I totally agree. And I like the, you, you said it felt like an ensemble cast and I thought that was, that was, uh, that's very, very true. I like that. Um, I yeah. like the addition of, of Sterling K Brown. I like the Evan Rachel Wood. I like, you know, all <laughs> these voices in the background were great. And the fire gecko was, was awesome. That was a, Oh yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna mention that cute little fire gecko, man. That's so cute. <laughs> and like, so look, cute. we, we all know, I mean, we're, I'm not dumb. Like that's, that's, built to sell merchandise because that's going to be oh, for, like huge and it's and it's gonna because i'm gonna buy it oh <laughs> like, yeah absolutely it's absolutely. doing its job yeah it's doing its job and it's fine but i also felt like uh kind of bringing it back to the olaf talk we had previously like i i felt like having that little fire gecko helped to alleviate having an overload of of Olaf because you can, it's yeah. not that they're similar characters, but you can have him do, have the gecko do a couple of little cute things. And that's mm -hmm. two cute things that Olaf doesn't have to do. And so you just don't yeah. you never get to a place where you're like, well, I'm so tired of, of Olaf and Josh Gad and the whole, the whole thing. I thought that was a really, a very smart way to use your merchandising tool, <laughs> which is what yeah, the, the hundred percent. Yeah. And so like, I, I um, Josh Gad is just killing it, by the way. Like, I just want to say he is awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's awesome. He's so, his, the voice work, his voice work is, is outstanding. They're, you know, on screen yeah. sometimes I'm like, I'm kind of I'm beaten by this guy a little bit, but his, his voice work is, um, yeah. is fantastic. And the Book of Mormon and all that sort of stuff. He does, he does great stuff with it. So, well, overall, I, sure. I thought it was a, it was a solid film. I enjoyed it a lot. I don't think it's better than the first one, but that's fine. Um, no. I would still put it in the. I, I certainly feel like it fits really well within uh, this decade of of Disney films, and and has so many positive things going for it that, um, you know, despite the fact if it's a little bit lesser than the first one, that's okay. That's you know these things yeah. can these things can happen. So, what's your grade on this, Sam? I'm thinking a B plus. Okay. I think yeah, what, what I think are, B plus. What's your grade on the first one? Just so we can get a, a frame of reference on that. Where would you? Where, how yeah. Would you so grade I think I think one? Frozen would be a solid A. Okay. That, yeah. Yeah. We're we're pretty much spot on. I think I had. I think Frozen was. I'd have to go back and look, and it changes all the time. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. I think Frozen would probably <laughs> be right on the outside on my top ten from 2014. And I believe okay. I gave it an A. Um, yeah, I think this is a little lesser. Um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go just slightly high. So for me, it's probably it's an A minus. I enjoyed it. I thought it the the problems with it were more about, for the most part at least, were more about how good the first one is more so than any like yeah. real issues with this one. So for me, it's a little it's a little bit lesser than the previous, but it's not. Um, there's nothing here that certainly nothing here that I was like, well, that's bad. Or that makes me upset or yeah, something I, like I that. Think, I know? think the crystal bit like made it a B plus. Yeah, <laughs> if fair. that bit didn't that's happen, fair. it would maybe be an A, a minus. <laughs> that's very, that's very fair. So I was a little higher on the, on the Kristoff bit than you. So I think my grade will, will settle in just sure. a tiny bit higher than yours, but that's, that's good. Yeah. This was, it's fun. It, by the way, I should say, um, I need to go back and look and find the exact number. This is the, 
This is the biggest open ever for a Disney movie. Yes. By a by a wide margin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm and I'm not shocked. <laughs> yeah. No. Same here. Same here. The build the yeah. build on this was was really impressive. I think. I think Frozen took people by surprise first time. I know it did because we did I know it did. Um, I, I think mm-hmm. it was the, it's not going to have, this one won't have the staying power that the first one had by any means, no. but, but that's a, but it's a huge open 127 million domestic is just insane to just to kind of put that into perspective for listeners. The second highest open for a Disney movie ever now is Utopia at 75 million. So it's a solid 50 million ahead of Zootopia on opening weekend. It's just, that's, that's insane. So I was, I guess I wasn't surprised that it was the number one, the highest open ever, but I was surprised the gap between uh, this movie and, and the previous 10 films that uh, were on this, this list. So um, that, that took me by surprise a little bit. First Frozen again for frame of reference. First Frozen opened to sixty-seven million. So this is pretty. That's double. I mean, it's double. That's a pretty big, oh, wow. pretty big jump. That is there. crazy. <laughs> so pretty crazy. So another uh, another good weekend for Disney. Who knew? Uh, it's, it, like we like to say, it's I know. Nice for those guys to catch a break. Um, like to. <laughs> I know, right? It's so different for them. <laughs> yeah, it's been a. <laughs> Pretty, pretty after the bad week from Disney Plus, right? Uh, no, there's. Oh there's, God, I, I'm so jealous. We don't get Disney Plus oh, till yes. March. I'm so jealous. The rollout on that has been so weird because we got. Um, I'm sure there are reasons for this. I just, and I'm probably sure I could find those yeah. reasons, but I didn't know. It. But they, oh, they, they rolled it out in the Netherlands way early, yeah. and so we have a couple <laughs> of listeners based in the Netherlands who had emailed us or tweeted us. We were like, man, this is awesome. You guys got to check this out. And I was like, that's kind of, it's an interesting strategy to, to focus exclusively on the Netherlands for, for a week. I think it's something to do with like someone else has the rights for Disney up until March or something. I think it's something to do that. I don't know. Okay. That makes sense. sense. Well, I'm excited for y'all to, to catch it. Um, the Mandalorian has yeah. been great for, as a Star Wars fan. Some of the other, I've seen a few of the other originals that they've had on there, and they're all the Jeff Goldblum show is really fun. Um, and then, you know, you, yeah, I mean, then you just there's one on Imagineering, oh, which I'm really excited it, for. Um, love it. And it's I'm so a massive bad. High School Musical fan. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So I'm really excited for the High School Musical, the musical, the series. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm very excited. I think that. People who are fans of High School for sure. There's, it's, yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll enjoy that. But the in, the Imagineering series is great. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna love that. Yeah. It's very it's very wait. cool, very cool, really well done. And then you just have like you know a treasure trove of of Disney movies and products and stuff. And I mean, I have a huge collection. Uh, uh, we need to get done. But regardless, I have a huge collection of DVDs and movies and all this sort of stuff and or had and have digitized it over the last year. And so I've had access to all most of these movies that i want to watch anyway forever but it was it's just been kind of refreshing to me like that the idea that like a lot of in our discord channel again just so many people were like well i hadn't watched uh, whatever beauty and the beast in 10 years and now i'm getting to watch that or i hadn't seen ant-man since it was in theaters and i'm I'm watching it's just it's really cool to to have all those things um in one place for for people that you know, aren't weirdos like me that had 7 million uh, DVDs and stuff. And, um, and I love that. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. 
Yeah. Well, Sam, this has been a great chat. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I uh, have enjoyed talking to you. Thank you for having you. me. Yeah. Uh, hope to have you back again <laughs> in the future for another Disney movie or something or anything else that you want to talk about. Um, if our listeners sure. are trying to find you somewhere on the internet or uh, anything that you're doing, where might they look for you? Sure. So my Instagram is SamanthaMC92. So you can follow me on Instagram if you want. Great. Great. Well, make sure you do that and uh, let Sam know that how great she was on this episode. I had a good time talking to you. Um, you can find our show on Twitter at Mad About Movies Podcast, uh, or excuse me, at Mad About Movies. You can find us on Instagram at Mad About Movies Podcast. Rate and review the show on iTunes. This helps us so much um, to to get uh, get up on the iTunes rake, rankings and um, combat some of the some of the joker trolls that we've had some contact with over the last two months so uh, go to iTunes leave us a five-star rating and a nice review on that and we greatly appreciate that if you want more of the show if this is not enough for you and you need more on a, on a weekly basis you want to go to our website mad about movies podcast slash VIP sign up for our patreon club there uh, and you will get access instantly to two years of throwbacks two and a half years of throwbacks at this point, bonus episodes, all kinds of crazy content. Uh, and every month we put out at least four episodes there in the VIP and, and sometimes a lot more. We have a bunch coming up over the la the next two months as we kind of try to get through the award season movie. So I imagine there will be multiple bonus episodes in the coming weeks and months. Uh, our Discord server has, has really gotten fun over the last few weeks too. If you join the VIP club, you get access to that as well. So lots of good benefits if you want more Mad About Movies. Um, we will be back later this week, Kent and Richard and I all together to talk A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers, Brian crying, uh, I'm sure. So just be on the lookout for that soon uh, towards the end of the week. And we'll be back in the VIP over the weekend or early next week with the uh, seventh installment of our Harry Potter retrospective talking Deathly Hallows Part 1. Be on the lookout for that. And until next time, we will see you at the cinema. Goodbye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling tossed salad and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegs. But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya-ya. Your salads and scrambled eggs.